Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was, he's always been my favorite up even now. So I've got other, plenty of other bands I follow, but he was always number one. And I've seen him probably 50 times now. And I, I, he's one of these guys you want to, you want, it's like being a Beatles fan. You want to research everything and you want to find all the outtakes and all the stuff. You just want to keep digging. So, I had some knowledge, I thought. So I, I thought if Aaron wanted to do it and, and Matt wanted to do it, like at least I could contribute something. There's been some controversy in the last few years, and it gets very disheartening. And there was a time that one time that Aaron said, "Oh, Matt's a fanboy," as is he and. Kind of took advantage to that. I'm like, oh, what's a fanboy? And I look it up. No, I look at it in a positive light. I think for me, this guy's 73 years old. And like I said, my mom and dad are 73. Some of the greatest times in my life and some of the greatest shows I've ever seen. And no, not some of the greatest shows I've ever seen have been Bruce Springsteen. And he's changed my life. He's, he's been a part of my life. I just don't feel the need to be negative about it anymore. And I've heard so much negativity and I do, I take it not personally, but I get upset with it. I get tired of it. And I feel it's just, guys, we've got a gift here that we're getting. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Set Lessing Bruce, your podcast all about Bruce Springsteen, his music, and mostly his fans. I am your host, Jesse Jackson. Um, we are doing a special crossover episode with the greatest, most fabulous Bruce Springsteen podcast of all time. What the hell, guys? What the hell? I have That's Tom. Close. That's close. I, I have just... Matt and I have Aaron. They are the new kids on the block. They are the newest Springsteen 
podcast, and I am thrilled to have them on here. Aaron, you want to tell a little bit about, introduce your two cohorts, and then talk a little bit about your origin story? Absolutely. We are the world's greatest Springsteen podcast. And uh, yeah, we were born out of, I've been on this show a couple of times, and the last time I was on, I talked about my YouTube channel, and uh, we run a live stream Springsteen concert at least once a week and uh, people come to watch it and talk in the chat and uh, the podcast was born out of the chat of the uh, of the live stream both Tom and Matt were uh, regulars in the chat and one day we were complaining about some of the other podcasts not your podcast of course but uh, some of the other podcasts out there and what the things they had to say we were like you know what if we did a podcast, it would be the world's greatest Springsteen podcast. So we decided to give it a try and feedback's been good. And I think the episode has been fun to listen to. And uh, so with me as always is Tom. How you doing, Tom? All right. Good to be here. And uh, with us today, we are so glad to have him because if you watch our show, you'll know it can be rare. Maddie is with us too. How you doing, Maddie? I'm very well. Yes, I am the patty of the band, but so be it. <laughs> I like that. The patty of the band. That's good. Uh, yeah, I am thrilled you guys are on here. Yeah, I I don't want to get into too much controversy, but we're going to go this a little bit. I have listened to, and I'm going to talk about Doctor Who for a minute, I'm a big Doctor Who fan. I, I do a Doctor Who podcast. I've been doing it longer than I've been doing a Springsteen podcast. And I've listened to other Doctor Who podcasts. And I was listening to one for a while. And I every episode, they were complaining about the show and the writing. And after a while, we're like, you know what? If you don't like this that much, then quit podcasting about it. And That's and so I and I do think there is a place that if you're unhappy with something, I'm not a fan of the secret sessions. Bruce did does not sing Froggy Went a Court in the way my dad did, so therefore he is wrong. And, <laughs> and, but there are there are things you can be unhappy about, but it is very easy to get into a negative cycle if you aren't careful. And so I appreciate you guys joining us on the block and sharing a positive outlook of there's a lot to be joyful about in Springsteen world right now. And I think that's a good thing to focus on. We are on the eve of the opening night of the fall USA leg in Wrigley Field tomorrow. Yeah, that's just great. Um, I'm going to start with you, Matt. Uh, tell me about, can you remember when you first discovered Bruce and what about his music spoke to you? I can remember a hundred percent. I was, I'll just, I'll go back just slightly. My first concert was the Jacksons in Montreal in 1984. And it was in massive stadium where I was at the very top back of the stadium and hey it, it was I still remember it it was amazing 
that summer, all of a sudden, this guy, this video comes out where he's dancing in the dark, basically. And my mom is watching that, and she's going crazy watching this. And I don't even remember how she found out, but they are the same age. So that became a thing. So you don't... It was cool that my mom liked this guy, but then I had this really cool female cousin who liked him. And then all of a sudden I saw this Born in the USA video and that was it. And then there was Glory Days. You see that video, it, that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to play in that band. I wanted to be in that bar. I wanted to play in that band. And it just it developed from there. And of course, it was that time, the 84, 85, everything was crazy. When Born in the USA was the one I had for those years, until Live 75, 85 came out, and I got that, and then it, it, it just exploded. Thunder Road, I never heard Thunder Road until I had... 75 85 and then it just became that's the opening of that set and it just how how could you not who couldn't <laughs> yeah it was just so spectacular and then going through that set and everything yeah you'd listen to the born in the usa stuff on that set but then the nebraska stuff yeah i'm johnny 99 on that set for a kid that looked I was born in 74, so I'm 10, 11 years old, and I'm listening to this stuff, and it just seems so dark, but so amazing, and so thrilling, and it's just, you've got Michael Jackson, what I knew, and then you've got this, and it was just, wow, what is this, and it just snowballed from there. My road to Damascus, I'm going to get to you in a minute, Tom. My road to Damascus moment was I graduated high school in 77, went through a phase where I just adored Kiss, right? Kiss Destroyer, Kiss Alive, Kiss Rock and Roll Over, all of them, right? I adored it. A lot of the Eagles and Casey and the Sunshine Band, yes, all this 70s stuff. And I picked up Beach Boys' Endless Summer. And I'd never heard harmonies or vocals like that. It was just another world for me. And I became, Brian Wilson was my first musical obsession for that exact reason. Like it, and, and I love everything about all those bands, but it was just a different level for me. So I can certainly understand that. How about you, Tom? <clears throat> my older brother got me into it. I think it was right around the time 75 to 85 came out. And so we started listening to that together. And then Tunnel of Love came out and I was hooked probably before that. But, and then uh, I went to my first show with him at the reunion tour at the Meadowlands, one of those nights. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, 
Or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles, plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I'm stick with you, Tom. Why did you think what about the current client made you felt like you wanted to podcast about him? And I'm going to ask you the same thing, Matt. I was, he's always been my favorite up even now. So I've got other plenty of other bands I follow, but he was always number one and I've seen him probably 50 times now. And I, I He's one of these guys you want to, you want, it's like being a Beatles fan. You want to research everything and you want to find all the outtakes and all the stuff. You just want to keep digging. So I had some knowledge, I thought. So I, I thought if Aaron wanted to do it and, and Matt wanted to do it, like at least I could contribute something. How about you, Matt? <laughs> there's been some controversy in the last few years and it gets very disheartening and there was a time that one time that Aaron said oh Matt's a fanboy as is he and got to convince it I'm like oh what's a fanboy and I look it up no I look at it in a positive way I think for me this guy's 73 years old and like i said my mom and dad are 73. some of the greatest times in my life and some of the greatest shows i've ever seen and no not some of the greatest shows i've ever seen have been bruce Springsteen, and he's changed my life he's he's been a part of my life I just don't feel the need to be negative about it anymore. And I've heard so much negativity and I do, I take it not personally, but I get upset with it. I get tired of it. And I feel it's just, guys, we, we've got a gift here that we're getting. And 
to complain that, oh, we played Kitty's back again. Come on now. Think about this. Like, it's just, I felt we needed to put a positive spin on it. And we're not denying. Yeah, no, it, it hasn't developed the way other tours have. But keep in mind, and Aaron will attest to this, we all will. It's still only six months into that tour. And it has always taken a long time for him to start to develop and start to move things around a bit. Things were a little slower in Europe, but I, I don't know. It, I don't think it even matters. I'm not going to see my first show of this tour until November. And if he plays the exact same set list, it'll be probably the best night of my life. Yeah. So I'm going to add a little bit of some of that, but Aaron, share with me. You've talked a little bit about you just wanted to counterbalance some of the things going out there. Do you want to expand on that a little bit? Seems like a lot of what we were hearing is people talking about how they've been let down by their favorite entertainer. And I just thought we needed a place where a fan was a fan. And, yeah. and I'm a fan and Matt's a fan and Tom is also a huge fan. He might play the devil's advocate on occasion, but he's also, <laughs> he is our resident knows everything, man. He will whip out some song that Springsteen recorded on a Walkman in 1973 on a hilltop by himself. And we have no ideas. Uh, I think we make, uh, I think we have great chemistry. I listen to our show. I think it's entertaining. And, uh, and, uh, and I think people should listen. We're on YouTube and Spotify. And I know you're a big time podcast guru, Jesse. You're going to have to help us figure out what we're doing wrong. I think we yeah. should have more listens than we've got right now. I have listened to. I've done episode nine and 10 and I just really enjoyed them. I, I think it's, it was a lot of fun and some of the discussions and we're rehashing a little bit of what you guys talked about is we did have somebody and my issue, I understand being disappointed if you didn't hear the song you wanted to hear. I understand being disappointed that he hasn't changed things up the way he has in the past. What I don't understand is being mad. And I don't understand about taking it personal as if he's effing you over deliberately. Now, I do say the person that has a right to complain is whoever pre-purchased all the Nugs downloads before they knew they weren't changing the set list, <laughs> then that person goes, shit, I don't know if I would have done that for just the one or two different songs. Both me and Matt pre-purchased the, <laughs> the U.S. and the Europe before we knew. Yeah. And then when they sold the fall, we already knew what was going on and we bought the fall too. We can't complain, but I guess there are people that I do understand that, but yeah. I also bought the fall. So we definitely and, did. So someone I just got, I, I, my lovely bride 
has been very understanding. I didn't get, we were going to meet in Tulsa and I ended up having COVID. So we didn't get to meet. So I saw Dallas, Houston, and Austin got, if I was the priest twice and, and yes, that is sacrilegious, but it's still a great song, <laughs> right? Shows I listen. See, he listens and, to our show. Yeah. And so someone tweeted, maybe you'll get a surprise. And I'm like, okay, I got, if I was the priest twice, I like, I've already won the jackpot. I'm not. Now I personally have only heard Mary's place once. It was at my very first show. My first show was a rising show. I didn't know what the hell I was doing when I attended that first show. I've been very vocal about that. I had not done my homework. I hadn't listened to The Rising 50 million times. But I didn't know a lot of the songs. I So I would love to hear Mary's Place again. I hope he brings that back. Uh, He's been but, playing Mary's Place a lot yeah, in Europe. Yeah. And it's just fantastic on this tour. I know Tom yeah. is going to moan he's tired of mary's place unless he'll knee slide like he did when he was 50 but yeah. uh but mary's place is fantastic on this tour and so this is what i think is a perfect example of why i get grumpy is okay let's say we all agree that we'd wish he'd change things up but none of us are going to agree with what should leave and what should come back because we all have different feelings. I, that podcast, it should be named talking about, do we really need Johnny 99 again? It's a live Nebraska, right? That, I'm not going to get tired of hearing that. Do I wish he would do more from Western Stars? Absolutely. I love some of the songs from the cover album. That'd be great. I wish that he would do an album show and just do Tunnel of Love in a row. He could probably oh. skip the opening track, but Tunnel of Love is easy. I would probably say if I had to push my favorite album, but everyone's going to disagree and and then we'll move on. I have listened to Pet Sounds <laughs> probably hundreds of times. I'm never disappointed it doesn't change. I have watched Casablanca Dozens of times, and I'm never disappointed it doesn't change. So I'm not going to be sad that I'm getting to see Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band Extended Orchestra playing almost three hours, doing a wide range of songs, and having a blast. But because I didn't get my bingo card stamped, because I didn't get to hear something from tracks. Eh, come on, forget about it. They talk about it like it's it's a baseball, like they gotta keep stats. And they don't, they're not, they don't even go. They're at home. It's all about reading the set list. And it's like, oh, look, he played this rarity. And then they'll get the tape. Now I understand that. I'm a yeah. tape collector and I did buy all the nugs and I wish there was more stuff. I do. People think that, oh, I just love that it's the same show every single night. I don't, but it's certainly not my place to say. And he brings it to a new audience every night. And he really doesn't worry about the seven crazies at the airport hopping from show to show. And I had a guest about a year ago that said she's heard Born to Run 
too many times live. She'd gone to 50, 60 shows. And she goes, and I'm fine never hearing Born to Run live again. And my best friend Sam said the same thing. Let's take out Born to Run and then put a different song in. And I said, every comic book is someone's first comic book. Every show is someone's first show. You go see Bruce Springsteen and he doesn't play Born to Run. You're leaving a little disappointed. David Spade does a great routine about right? bands that don't play their big song. Right. And, and it's big country. I went and saw big country and they didn't play big country. Yeah. And so I say, enjoy the hell and, and rejoice for that person who's been saving some of them. What there was a, there was a teen teenager or someone that's a seven-year-old, right? I've been waiting my whole life for this show. <laughs> Let her see it. Let her enjoy it. Tom, what has surprised you so much this early into the podcast? I'm always surprised when Matt shows up. <laughs> that's a shot. That's a shot. Oh, that's all they do. But it's better when Matt's there. What surprised me about the podcast? I'm surprised we don't have more listeners or viewers. <laughs> We're getting so. there. It's building every single week. I think he's most surprised that he turned out to be the most knowledgeable of the three of us. He knows more Springsteen music than any of us. And, uh, and I, I think that surprised me the most because I thought I did. And all I found out is I really... I know nothing. He comes every week with lists of songs that lately we've been talking about, and we're going to do a deep dive next week into unreleased tracks, songs I have never heard of that I had because I collect everything, but never really sure. went into, never really did a deep dive and listened to, just figured they were throwaway tracks that he threw away. And mm -hmm. uh, oh no, Tom's you got to hear this one. You got to hear this one. So we're going to be doing a deep dive into that. And boy, he, Tom's like our, our encyclopedia. I, I got to jump in. Please. Um, Tom has completely, what he did on that episode 10 and his list of, I don't want to say outtakes. Yeah, I guess they're outtakes, but this is some stuff that, these aren't outtakes. I'll, I'll say it. And I this: if those songs, if Bruce Springsteen released those songs, and just those songs, and then built on those as a career, I stand that he would have had a very successful career, a very different one. He wouldn't, maybe not have been the megastar Bruce Springsteen. I was going to say, I guess he really blew it. No. There is some just absolutely phenomenal music. And Tom has put me onto this. I've been listening to this since 9 o'clock Saturday morning, this past Saturday. And I haven't listened to anything else since. And it's just been constant. And I've gone back and I've listened. Tom made a list of his favorites. But there's hundreds more beyond that and it is just 
it, it's stuff that I never would have thought of. Yeah, no, Tom is our encyclopedia, but Tom is he's frighteningly adept with Bruce Springsteen. It's amazing. Episode I don't, have, 11. I don't have much of a life. Okay. <laughs> Episode God. 11 will be a deep dive into Tom's list now that I've had a chance to hear it and Maddie's had a chance to hear it over and over again. Oh, over and over. I love it. I like it. It's almost like I discovered Bruce Springsteen. I thought it was fascinating when they put out the Promise box set, right? That little Steven said if Bruce had wanted to be a top 40 songwriter, that he could have been one of the most successful pop <laughs> songwriters out there. And yeah. when I think when you think about some of the stuff he gave away, that you think if and that wasn't his muse, and that wasn't what he wanted to do. But I do think that's interesting. I am not, I have not been very active in bootlegs or outtakes or anything. So like when High Hopes came out, I'm like, oh, I don't know any of these songs. And I'm hearing people on a discussion like, oh yeah, we've already heard all these. And I'm like, really? I didn't know. I I'll look forward to that episode. I think that'll be a lot of fun to discuss. Anything that surprised you, Matt? About the podcast? Yeah. Uh, or these Tom's two guys. Yeah. yeah. Tom's knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> and the surprising thing is there's so much that I didn't know. And there's yeah. so much that is so good. Yeah. That I'm just enjoying in the last three or four days. And it's not just enjoying. This is phenomenal stuff. And Yeah. If if another person could hear that and connect with it, and did you yourself, delete Yeah, the wind and the rain, the song, the wind and the rain. <laughs> I knew the song. I no, I didn't know the song, but I knew it was the longest song. When you hear that song, though, it, it's just who was this guy? Like, where did this stuff come from? It's just yeah, and that's not it's not a hard listen. It's so long, but it, you don't feel like it's a long song. It's okay. just that that it's that good. Wow. Okay. You get, you get so pulled into it, like it just becomes. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's been wild. Okay. Yeah, I I look forward to hearing the episode, and uh, I'd love to hear the songs. You're fairly new at this. Are you figuring out the flow of the agenda? Because one of the things that people like in a podcast is is unstructured structure they they don't want it to be exactly the same but they want a feeling of oh we're going to do this and we're going to do this and we're gonna do this how are you guys feeling on that aaron what where are you rolling on that as you're creating i think we're still developing a lot of our different plans each week we try to come up with something new and we try to have regular features. I think lately, because the tour is going on, we do talk about the set list of the most recent shows of the week. There's usually something in there to discuss. Not just read the same 26 song list, right. but uh, there's usually something to discuss. So we'll talk about the news, top of the day, what's going on in Springsteen world, if anything. And then usually that Tom take over to talk about something good, something about 
old music, his favorite this, or he's been on a couple shows. He's taken like, what if these three albums, we just condensed them down to one album and I'm going to now break Aaron and Maddie's heart with everything I throw away. And uh, <laughs> that's yeah, been he fun. Too. And then, uh, and then we try to play some kind of game to wrap it up at the end. We've played the Springsteen hurdle, which I know you're familiar with. We've played that live on the show. And then Tom developed a similar game that we call Springsteen Lurtle, where we simply read the lyrics and humiliate the other two who sit there dumbfounded going, that's a Bruce Springsteen song. I guess I don't know any Bruce Springsteen songs. And we brought yes. some with us. Yes, Jesse. we are going to do this. We are going to do Springsteen Lurtle for sure. Is there, as we talk about this, are there songs you're chasing, Matt? Is there a song you're going to go this tour? So you're happy if he did exactly what's opening night, right? I'm sad he's not doing Burning Train because I love Burning Train. That was my vote that would start the show, that I thought they would play Burning Train to start. Ghost is great and No Surrender to start. But is there a song you would that you're chasing you'd love to see live? Wrecking Ball. <laughs> I got some good news. I got some good news for you, Matt. You're going to probably catch one on this tour. Oh, no, that's that's our little thing. But, you know, honestly, for me, I, I'm chasing Backstreets. I have been for a long time. And uh, like I, more good yeah. news. More good news yeah. for you, my friend. Well, you never know, though. You never know. Oh, right. I know. He is not going to stop <laughs> talking about that that pile of books and the box, <laughs> those box of 45s. I think that's going to be around. I wonder what those 45s were, though. What were yeah. on those 45s? Like, yeah. <laughs> How about Tom, you, Tom? Yeah, I, I would, and Burning Train would be a great opener, but... I guess yeah. that's that ship sailed. Right. A, anything from Letter to You that he hasn't already played, I, I'm chasing. Uh, Power Prayer, Janie Needs a Shooter. Those are the... Yeah. I just love... I When we were in Houston, and when he said, I wrote this song blank, and I still don't know what the F it's about, <laughs> we started looking. And so it was... There, we had everyone was a hardcore fan except my wife, and she's looking like, "Why are y'all so excited?" <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I would love "Power Prayer" is one of my favorite songs off "Letter to You," and so I would love to hear that live. Absolutely, yeah. How about you, Aaron? Ah, uh, what do I want to hear? Uh, the song you're the chasing, question. yeah, the song you're chasing. Oh man, I think. If I go through set list, I might have already heard it once, but I think okay. Lost in the Flood okay. is the song that I'm looking for that I've never... I've gotten really lucky and caught a lot of right. you know, chasers like uh, uh, Blinded by the Light and uh, and I'm so... I'm drawing a blank. I can't think of one freaking Bruce Springsteen song right now. <laughs> Where did you hear Blinded by the Light? I, meant to I have heard... Wait, that's another thing. I've heard Blinded by the Light like three or four times. 
he seems to play it in Pittsburgh and Cleveland. And I lived in Detroit and went to a lot of Pittsburgh and Cleveland shows. And I think I saw it twice in Pittsburgh and once in Cleveland. And I saw it somewhere else too. Oh yeah. The, the, the Terrence Trent Darby show in uh, at Madison square garden. He played by the okay. light and he didn't make it. He got near the end. And he was like, I can't remember the rest of the words. And he stopped. <laughs> doing so Matt, what shows are you going to on this leg? You said you haven't got to, you didn't see anything in the early leg, right? No, I, I'm in Canada. Okay. <laughs> Aaron and I were supposed to go to Detroit. Aaron he can't get a, it. he can't get a passport, man. He's been waiting well, on a I passport. I, yeah, no. There's a passport story. I, I, I'm not a criminal. Uh, yeah. I, can get one. I think that's hopefully not the issue, but. I'm going to go to two in Toronto, one in Ottawa, which is my hometown, and one in Montreal. So it'll be four Canadian shows. If it comes down to it and I can't do the second Toronto show, because if I have to line up for four days ahead of time for the Ottawa show, because I want to be on the rail in Ottawa, yeah, I will skip this second Toronto show because... Okay. I did it in 2003, and I got to do it again. Okay. One how time, about, just one more time. Tom, how about you? What have you seen on this tour, and do you have any coming up? I've seen Tampa and Orlando, okay. and uh, I have no plans to see them again on this tour, mm-hmm. but it's anything's possible. Yeah. And all right, how about you? What do you got coming up, Aaron? I went to Tampa and Houston and Dallas and Tulsa. Yeah. And uh, and I canceled a couple too. I had six on the agenda. I had to cancel two of them. But I am going to Phoenix in November 30th and then LA is still maybe. So we need to get together for Phoenix and here's the story of this. Sometimes you just get lucky. My wife had said I could go to one more show. She's, you've, you've waited a long time. I have friends that live in Columbus. I'm flying into Columbus, seeing my friends, then going to the show and then coming home the next day. And I'm like, okay, that's it. And then I got an email saying that I had American airline miles that were about to expire. That if I didn't use them by October, they were going to go away. So just out of habit, I said, could I go Dallas to Phoenix? And sure enough, I could book round trip $11.50, the only cost for me. (laughs) We have an office in Lake Havasu, Arizona, which is only three and a half hours from Phoenix. So I emailed my boss, hey, John. I have airline miles that are going to expire. I am willing to use them to go visit the Lake Havasu office. I can fly in on Monday, drive to Lake Havasu, spend Tuesday, Wednesday, half a day Thursday in the office, drive back to Phoenix. Just so happens Bruce is in Phoenix. (laughs) See, Bruce, Thursday night, the hotel will be on my dime. And then I'll fly home Friday. So the only thing you'll have to pay for is the rent a car 
and the hotel for me to go Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, right? And he just, yes, we can do this. And he actually thought it was pretty fun because he had been wanting me to go to the office. I'm getting a surprise trip that, you know, I, so I had to go buy a ticket to Phoenix and the only thing I could find was behind the stage, but I don't care. I, I did. And you and I discussed this, Aaron, that you, I don't you, have my Phoenix ticket yet. Yeah. You have to make that decision. If you're willing to take the chance that you may not be able to go, you'll probably find a inexpensive ticket. But if you want the security of knowing that you have a ticket, then you're probably going to pay a little bit more than you want. And so I did. It was enough for me that I have it. So I'm hoping you and I can meet free Phoenix. Are you going solo? Are you going solo? I'm just going by myself. Yeah. All right. Well, definitely. I'm, I'm going to go with my brother. He lives in Phoenix. Oh, spend nice. The night at his place one night, fly in, day of the show, yeah. fly out the next day. But uh, yeah, we're going to come down there. I will definitely meet up with you. Yeah, but, that'll be good. And I'm going to, I've sat behind the stage or side stage at every show so far. Yeah. I'm going to try to not sit behind the stage, but uh, you never know. Yeah. I've been, that's where the, that's where the cheap seats are. And I'm all about the cheap seats. I got nothing. I'm just glad to be in the building. All right. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping for one of those four shows that I'm going to see that I will be behind the stage because yeah. Aaron knows when he sends me a video of a behind the stage show, I love every second of that. I love to see the interaction of the band. Oh, yeah. I, it's just so cool. And I, I really hope, I what, know, I don't hope, I will get one of those. <laughs> what I thought was interesting at Austin, I was behind the stage and Kevin bringing all the guitars. So back to the stage, you see everyone else bringing little Steven and, and Susie and all the, the guitar changing that you don't see as much. And Neil's getting different guitars. So I thought that was pretty cool. See, yeah. that's exactly what I, I can't wait to see something like that. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, Matt, you want to sit, you want to sit behind the stage? I got some more good news for you. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Tom, make me feel stupid. Do you got song lyrics for us? I uh, brought the song lyrics you today. We're the gonna song go. Lyrics. Okay. Yeah. You want you want to go first, or do you want one of the one of one of the guys to have to go first? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna whatever you I'm gonna give guest All right. choice. All right. You we're Jesse. gonna let you go no, first. No, no, but no. You, it's all Jesse. Jesse. We'll let, let Jesse go first. He was worried. So I have my hands here, so I'm so not trying to give Google. him. <laughs> I'm gonna try to give him a softball. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's see. White sun burning, black wings beating. I ran my fingers across the hollow of your stomach as you lay breathing. Long time coming. Nope. Damn nope. it! Because the stomach. Because another one's coming. All right. That, that, there's some similar lyrics. That is. Okay. Lay, yeah. lay my hand across your stomach. Okay. As you lay breathing. With our shared faith rising dark and decayed, take me and shake me from this mortal cage. This, I doubt, see this, I'm going to say the same thing you guys say. I, I know I should know this, but where the F is it coming from? You should. Yeah. I picked it just for you. Yeah. 
I'm going to have to pass. What? This, you guys know it? Yeah. Go ahead, Tom. Burning Train. That is Burning Damn Train. It. Okay, yes. I should have known Come that. Come on. No I know. Way. Damn it. Okay. All right. We'll put <laughs> Matt, Just who's that, never there. That's embarrassing. I, it is embarrassing. <laughs> that, I gave it to him because I thought he'd get it. Yeah. I mean, he, no. he said it was his song. I, but I skipped the first verse because I knew he'd yeah, get it. There from you the go. First exactly. Verse. No, that's fair. <laughs> Just all right, that let's, out. let's try no, Matt. No, no, yeah, that's great. All right, Matt. Matt, redeem us. Well, early in the morning, the cannoneer cried. I seen the sailors' warning in the western sky. Wrecking ball. It is not <laughs> wrecking ball. <laughs> you got to get a new bit. <laughs> Never, it, it, it's still funny. It is funny. Mountain man, if you can, cut me down a fir tree. Branches full mm. of candlesticks for baby and me. <laughs> I don't know, but I want to listen to it. <laughs> Anybody want to help Matt? Yeah, I got I, I I know it's on tracks. I know that. It um, is on tracks. Is it Bishop Dance? It is Bishop Dance. Ding, 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 ding. I, and we love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Do. Yeah, All Aaron right. and I love that song. Wow. Yeah. I got one for Tom. Okay. Oh. That one's too easy. Well, let's see. A voice says, don't worry, I'm here. Just whisper the word tomorrow in my ear. I know this. Give me a little he looks, more. He looks like he's got it already. Well, I know. Uh, a house on a quiet street, a home for the brave, the glorious kingdom of the sun on your face, rising from a long night as dark as the grave. Oh, man. Hang on. <laughs> did, Bruce, did Bruce do I a lot of acid? <laughs> on a thin chain of next moments and something like faith on a morning to order a breakfast to make a bed draped in sunshine a body that waits for the touch of your fingers the end of the day the devil's arcade it is the devil's arcade yes <laughs> All right, very good. All right, the and then I'll give this to all of you. I got two more, and okay. we'll leave it up for grabs. First one to get it. This one should be easy. Uh, let the frozen cities crumble, crumble and fall. I want to be with you. I want to be with you, Matt, with one line. That's nice. Everybody's reeling when the band hits the ceiling. Don't you know you want to go? Where the bands are? Where the bands are. No? I would have to look to see if those, you know, sometimes Bruce recycles. Yes, lyrics. he does recycle. Yes. <laughs> I, am, I am not reading from yeah. where the yes. bands are. Okay. Uh, let's see. Everybody's reeling when the band hits the ceiling. Don't you know you want to go? The kids start a-rocking when the boys start a-knocking and everybody wants to go. 
rat traps filled with soul crusaders. They're sopping and bopping and mopping with little Melvin and the invaders. Missy's on the dance floor doing her stuff. Leroy's dancing, doing the continental strut. Oh, no. Come on, you guys. I would have got this. <laughs> Tom's nodding his head. Uh, it's on tracks. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Hold on. I got to sing it to myself. <laughs> just, just cut all this out dancing. Loud, out loud. Just... Joint shut down, but you don't want to go home. You're in the shady side of town, and you're all alone. <laughs> if you don't get this first. Papa's chewing your ear off. You ain't got no cash. Mama's chewing your ear off about hanging out with trash. You're so fine. You're sent from above. So, so young, young and in love. love. That's right, Matt. You were right there. Oh, there we go. Oh, so, nice. Jesse, that's pretty much our show. In a, that, in a I love it. All right. If someone wants to reach you and watch the show, tell us how, Aaron. Right now, we are available on YouTube at Fisherman's Fisherman's Secret Garden pre-show channel. I got to shorten that. And probably change it to the World's Greatest Springsteen Podcast channel. And we're also on Spotify, the World's Greatest Springsteen Podcast on Spotify and YouTube. And we'd like to expand and we're going to have to get together with you, Jesse, and you got to point us in the right direction on how to, how exactly to do that. Sounds good. How about social media for you? Okay. No. Say, do, oh, do, how do, you do reach? Going, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. your plug. <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Aaron Cozen, A-R-O-N-K-O-Z-I-N, at Aaron Cozen. And I can be emailed for information at Fisherman's Wharf Channel at gmail.com. Fisherman's Wharf Channel at gmail.com. I know Matt's on Twitter. Matt, your Twitter uh, handle? I don't even know anymore. I've changed it a few times. <laughs> yeah, it's got a bunch of numbers. Where? I can't even help. It's at Jimmy17943. Yeah. Yeah, pain yeah. in my ass, right? I don't know what it we're, is. We're, we're social media savvy. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. tell. How about Tom, you, man? Tom's not even on social media. He's got, yeah, he's got email at prodigy.com. And yeah, what is X, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right, guys. This was a lot of fun. I I hope it you return fun. the favor and have me join you sometime. That This would be a blast. I end every podcast with a Mary question. And Jay Armstrong is a retired honors English, honors English teacher. And when he was teaching, he would give his class the lyrics to Thunder Road and they would read them. They would talk about the themes Bruce uses, talk about the imagery he portrays. And then he would ask the class at the end, does Mary get in the car? Matt, that is your question. Does Mary get in the car at the end of Thunder Road? It's the way I've seen it since the very first time I ever heard it on that. Like I said earlier tonight, it, this is cool. It wraps it up. 75, 85, the first time I heard that, I know she got in the car. Very nice. Tom? Just going by the lyrics of the song, no. Okay. He doesn't make his case? There, the song ends. 
they don't say whether she gets in the car or not, so I have to say no. Okay. Are it's you insane? Like... That's a song about hope. What is that? See, this is the problem with our podcast. It's that guy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think of it as the the short story we had to read in high school, The Lady or the Tiger, where the writer leaves it open-ending. So it's however you want to write it. All right. Good answers. That's about right. I am about 50-50 right now. 50% say yes, she does. 50% says no. So you guys helped keep the balance scale. <laughs> guys, welcome to the Springsteen Podcast Neighborhood. I am so proud that you guys are part of this and sharing the good news about Bruce's music and trying to, but there's a lot of darkness out there, not just on the edge of town. And to bring out some sunshine and some happiness and a few laughs are wonderful things to do. So thank all three of you for doing this, having fun and for joining me. And I appreciate it so much. All right. Well, any final I say, on, just yet, yeah, may I say on behalf Please. of all of us, I have listened to your podcast. I, I can't remember. I know I've listened to all of Aaron's episodes that he was on. Yeah. Uh, two or three, whatever before. But I've listened to a lot of people on it. And it, it's a really cool concept that you actually take the time to listen to those stories. And there are stories from all over the world that you've put on. And it is so amazing to listen to those stories. And the, the guidance, the security, the love, everything that Bruce Springsteen has provided for people through the years, to hear their stories and every little nuance and everything, and the variety of people that you have on your show, from everybody from every walk of life, everywhere in the world, and to hear those stories and that you've put all this together, man, you've got at least five books of Bruce Springsteen <laughs> stories that you could write. And thank you for having us on, on behalf of the guys. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here, really happy to meet you, and thank you for what you do. That's very sweet of you to say. Thank you. This is truly a labor of love for me, and I... I am a firm believer that every Springsteen fan has a story and it's my job to get as many of them on tape as possible. And I'm always amazed at people that say, I don't have anything special. Once you get them talking and everyone's experience with Bruce and his music, and as I've expanded, I've had fans of other musicians join me and everyone is unique. Everyone is different. And uh, I appreciate the kind words. I have a blast doing it. It's just a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank we you. appreciate you having us and we will definitely have you on our show real soon. This has been a blast and we know it's going to help blast our show. There we go. The stratosphere. How about you, Tom? Any final words? Yeah. I just want to say thanks, uh, Jesse, for having us on. And I I've listened to a number of your shows. I got turned on to it by Matt, uh, by um, Aaron's other show. And uh, I enjoyed, I, I liked the um, 
when you had the uh, author of the Nebraska book on, that was a good one. And yeah. I just want to. Oh, I, uh, you have? I didn't even know. Are yeah, you I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that one because he had already done two or three other Springsteen podcasts. And I was like, the other guys and a couple others. And I was like, man. And so we went a little bit different about his fandom. We still talked about the book, but uh, yeah, that I'm proud of that one. I thought it was a really good interview. And what's interesting, and I may cut this out, I just had the guy that wrote the article about the title Springsteen Crosses the Picket Line, right? Jesse Adams. And uh, he, he emailed me and he said, is there crap about Ticketmaster and his thing that I'm like, so I tell him, he goes, I had no idea this was going on. He said, no wonder so many people reacted. So I hit a touchy nerve and everything. And I, a lot of people question, like, why are you having somebody who's negative about Bruce on the show? And I go, no, I, I don't mind negativity. And I, I think he, politely is full of shit i don't think just because he did bruce did working on a dream and queen of the supermarket made this guy not want to listen to bruce anymore but, like <laughs> he said he was insulted i happen to be a huge fan of queen of the supermarket yeah. and he went he wouldn't let up on how no personally insulted by bruce that he would write such a song and record such a song i was like who is this guy I, we we that talk, I don't even know any of this shit but we, uh, yeah and it was we had a really respectful good discussion and he thanked me for being so open and daring i did call him i said He'd never seen Bruce live. And one of his things is he doesn't think Bruce at 73 can really sing Thunder Road and these songs the way anymore. And I'm like, you got to go to a live show and then you're going to eat your words. You're going to eat your words. So, yeah. Doesn't that make it sick, though? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's good. All you right. I think they'd find something else to do. Absolutely. Tom. Matt, Aaron, I am so glad you guys are here. My podcast brothers, thank you so much for all you do. We will do this again, either on your podcast or mine or probably both. For now, listeners, go check out the podcast. Give them, send them some love. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Put some comments. Tell them you heard about them on Set Lusting Bruce. And let's all be kind, be safe, and we'll talk to you soon. Goodbye. There we go. Another episode. I'm about to go through a couple of things where you can reach me and give me feedback. Um, so if you want to skip this, I understand. But I do hope you check it out every once in a while. I'm available on Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. The show is available at SetLustingBruce. You can send me an email, setlustingbruce at gmail.com. You can send me a voicemail at 469-249-2442. I am currently doing a few other podcasts, Perfectly Good Podcast, John Hyatt from A to Z, where Sylvan Groth and I discuss every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. My Babylon 5 podcast is Last Best Hope for Conversation, where Lou, Karen, and I discuss every episode of Babylon 5 in chronological order. Uh, 
I still am doing Next Stop Everywhere, the Doctor Who podcast with my brother in time, Charles Gags. And then finally, How Many Podcasts, the only podcast on the internet that counts, where my buddies and I discuss pop culture. You can go to our Patreon page and support the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. You can go to our Facebook page, like, and please, please go to iTunes or wherever you get your podcast and leave a five-star rating and review for all of the podcasts that I'm doing. It's okay if you don't listen to them, but if you subscribe and rate, it really will make my day better. Thank you, and I will talk to you soon. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only, said Listening Bruce. The theme for Set Lessing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.